Are you a podcaster that's trying to get to the next level or trying to grow your brand as a show or content provider? Let me introduce you to Podcorn.com, who boot to the face would like to thank for sponsoring this week's episode. Before signing up with Podcorn, it was an obstacle to not only find sponsors, but to find a brand that matched ours. For a young or even an established podcast trying to make their mark, it can be very discouraging at times. That's why we at Boot to the Face are excited to be partnering up with Podcorn, where in a short period of time, we had a quick response and opportunities presented to us. The prospect of being able to find potential sponsors turned things around and changed the game for us. Because of this, we wanted to share this fantastic opportunity with you as well. Podcorn is a great opportunity to connect with different brands that fit your demographic. It doesn't matter the size of your show, as shows of all sizes can participate in the Podcorn benefit. Their mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control. A cool thing about Podcorn is there is no middleman. You will be able to search for and connect directly with the sponsors. The best part is that you will never lose the rights to your podcast and your brand, all while Podcorn helps ensure that you are protected and taken care of for the work that you do with each brand you select. So if you're looking to expand your brand, then look no further than this episode's show notes and click the link that will take you to podcorn.com where you can join us by signing up and starting your podcorn search today. Yeah, Mr. Chaos, boots to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast a one hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg is one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast will make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss We want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome Boot to the Face, episode 180, Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez here on twitch.tv slash boot to the face, powered by fullpresscoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs, but we are here to talk about pro wrestling. I think we got a lot to get into. Uh, we will see what happens. I didn't really watch a lot this week. Fell asleep on a lot of this shit this week. Saw some bullshit last night, and then... uh. Here we are. How the hell are you doing, Mari? You know, it's been a shitty ass week. I'm not even gonna lie, but I just saw our post and I fucking love it. I just laughed my ass off. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. It's not cute. Might delete later. Is that what it said? Or quit later? Might quit later. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Um, nah, man, it's been a huh. yeah. This week sucked. I was sick for most of the week. Um, mm. the, all the all three kids were sick all fucking week that was a fucking pleasure uh had to leave work early one day to go pick them all up um had to take the baby to urgent care on my day off oh no um yeah dude it's been it's been fantastic so everybody's all right though not like anything serious just fucking kids being sick. no the kids are the older ones are fine they're i mean half the time they're they say they're sicker than they are you know they are um the the Thomas is, he'll be fine. He's, uh, they put him on antibiotics. So, um, last night was the first night and all week long that he's actually slept all night long. So that was a joy because he wasn't up at two in the morning screaming and crying. So that was a plus, uh, which means I got to sleep. So that was always a good thing. Um, but like, like you said, some wrestling this week, fell asleep. Um, most of my falling asleep was during AEW, by the way. So we'll get to that. But no, uh, busy week, uh, work, wrestling. There's a lot of wrestling. I didn't even know there was a wrestling show last night until last night. And I was like, oh, shit. I got more wrestling to watch. So other than that, how's your week been? I uh, see that yesterday was kind of quite an eventful day for you. Yesterday? Uh... <laughs> you learned some things. You bought some things. Tell us. So yesterday... 
I went shopping, uh, a little spur of the moment. I I went to Orange Theory yesterday morning, and I was like, I need some workout clothes. Um, so we got an outlet mall, like, five, ten minutes from my house. And I thought, it's Easter weekend. They're not going to be busy. Little did I know Easter sales were going on. I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, yeah, most places are, because most places are closed on Sunday, dude. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing, right? I walk up, the Nike store, I park next to that. The line's around the corner. I'm like, what the fuck is this for? Yeah, it's it's for the Nike store. So I didn't get to go to Nike, so I went to Under Armour. Now, I work out. I wear these basketball shorts nine times out of ten. Like I got a couple of Dallas Cowboys. I got some Braves. I got a bunch of Under Armour shit. But since I've been going to Orange Theory so much lately, like I'm running through my workout clothes and having to do so much fucking laundry, right? And it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it's kind of a headache when you're as busy as I am. Like, I always have to do laundry. Yeah. Um. And so I was like, let me go get a couple pairs of shorts. I was like, it'd be great if they had some pants. But if you know, like I know, like workout pants are always like fleece and really heavy. And mm-hmm. in Orange Theory, I sweat a lot. And I was thinking to myself, like, it'd be great if they had like some dry fit, like looser pants that weren't yoga pants. Right. Like some shit that, you know, for guys, like just looser pants. Some of the shit that the women wear, breathable. Right. So I'm at, <laughs> I'm at Under Armour. And the Rocks gear is never on sale. Never. Not once. 50% off yesterday, all the Rocks stuff. Uh, thanks, yeah. for the, the hit, thanks for the the hit up. Here's, the, here's uh, the kicker. They only had, like, they had a couple hats. They had, like, uh, two shirts, which is just a regular Brahma Bull, like a black and one. And it was probably, like, one. size super small. Yeah, and then the sleeveless, like, big, thick-ass hoodies. It's like, what am I going to do with that, right? So I picked out a couple things, and then I'm about to check out. And there's a wreck. Like, I knocked something off of a wreck, you know, serendipitously almost. And the girl's like, oh, my God, are you all right? Like, that, that sounded really heavy. I was like, I'm fine. She's like, I can't believe these things. They fought, blah, 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 like a whole thing. And I look, and I'm like, these pants are cool as shit, and they're thin. So I put, pick extra large in both of them. I take them to the dressing room. I try them on. They're a little snug around the calves, but the rest of it fit good. I was like, you know what? I don't fucking get them. I don't care. They're 60 bucks. They're 50% off. Like, I got them. I get home so excited. Go upstairs to tell my wife. I take them out the bag. Just happen to look at the tag. They're women's pants. But Fantastic. I will say this. I will say this. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to wear them. I like them. I like the way they fit. They're thin as hell. I'm going to work the shit out of them pants. I don't care. It's not like they got juicy written on the ass cheeks of them. Right? Like you can't. Did you know did you look? Did you make sure? Because obviously you yeah, weren't looking at everything. I did, make sure. I did check to make sure that. I checked to make sure there was a little, like, tampon packet or something like that stuck oh, in them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I mean, they look. I took a picture of them. They look nice on me. They look like regular pants. They're thin as hell. They're breathable. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Women I mean, wear our clothes all known, the time. Definitely wouldn't have known without the post. Um, I mean, never know. Maybe they got some, like, ass-hugging shit built-in stretch sparks right there. There's I turned around. And I'm just gonna, you were looking, I'm just you were looking for, them, for them pants. You were looking for them, like, ones that cup it, don't you? Weren't you? Look, you know you were. I'm just going to say like, this. Nacho Libre edit. It's okay. Got you. I have a phenomenal ass, so my ass is going to look great. when it, Men or women's pants. My ass is going to look awesome in it. So, I mean, that, that was regular. Like, like I said, I was just making sure it didn't say fucking juicy or pink or some shit like that on the back of it. It didn't. So I'm going to wear them. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'll let you know how it goes next week because I'm going to test them, test drive the shit out of them tomorrow. I bought a pair of blue ones and a pair of black ones. And yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, aside from that, I got uh, teeth aligners put in last week. So I'm dealing with that. It ain't as uncomfortable as I thought it would be. Um, didn't really change my my talking as much as I thought it would. The only part that's annoying is you got to take the motherfuckers out when you eat and like keep them clean. Yeah. Other than that, like, it is what it is. So, for the next twelve to twenty-four months, however long it fucking takes, I'll be rocking these fucking things. And you, I like that. Uh, honestly, you can't see them if you're not looking for them. You really don't know that I got them in. Like, I have to look sometimes and be like, okay, I see it. I see it. It just makes my teeth look really shiny. That's all. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my week. Um, I sent off. Let me get his name right. WrestleMania t-shirt week, the winner, I did send his uh, Brody Lee off that was at ME313X, Matt, 
Matt won uh, the WrestleMania T-shirt week. Drew Vinsel was the original pick, and then he was like, "I just got, I just got the Brody Lee figure. Like, you can give it to somebody else." So I picked, you know, somebody else that was coming with the heat during WrestleMania T-shirt mm-hmm. week and sent it to them. Next year we'll have to do it even bigger. This was a really good year for WrestleMania T-shirt week. I was loving getting on and seeing all the po- like people that I've never even seen posted before. So. Yeah, there was a shit ton on there, and it, I went through it all finally a couple days ago. Um, man, there was some there was some cool, awesome shirts on there. I was like, "What the hell did you get that shirt at?" Right. Um, you know, so you know, I gotta always give credit to Pete because he always seems every year make sure he posts all the shirts that of everyone we can't stand. So it's Pete coming in heel. Um, <laughs> that, that's what it is. You know, WrestleMania Teacher Week comes in, and Pete's like, "I'm gonna be the biggest heel this week." So here's Ric Flair. Here's CM Punk. Here's some more Ric Flair. Here's some more Ric Flair. CM Punk. Um, yeah. Gotta love Pete. Never, never a boot to the face shirt, though, even though we sent them one for free. But it's all good. He just, you know. Where's the Talkamania shirt to the front row? Talking about we didn't give him a big enough shirt. He wears a 2X. Well, maybe we're trying to motivate you, Pete. Oh. I'm just kidding. That's there. not true. That was no. Me. Pete's that like six foot cool. twelve, though. Cool. He probably does wear a two X. I always, I never take into account like how tall somebody is that that affects their shirt yeah. size too. Would you send him an extra large? Yeah. Come on, man. It's like sending Joey DeLorme an extra large. You know that shit can't work. Joey DeLorme wears a medium, I think. His, his shirts are tight as shit. Them medium. fucking uh, Roosevelt so shirts Joey wear, wears. He has a medium. Yeah, Joey has, when he's buttoning those shirts, up, he's got to fucking suck in to do it. Those shirts are holding off. Those shirts, uh, have you ever bought a Roosevelt shirt, though? What's the, hold on, what's the movie where the guy's on the airplane, and he's caught outside the airplane, and he's got one wing in this hand, and one wing in this hand, and he's flying on both of them? Anyway, that's what Joey's buttons look like when he was sitting down, and he was eating. <laughs> it's like, uh, what's the Civil War, where where Captain America is holding on to the helicopter, you just see everything pulling at full speed? No, I'm kidding, nah, Joey. Those, those Roosevelt shirts, man, those are like, a size or two sizes smaller than what they actually are. So, I, yeah. you know, it is I know they're expensive as fuck. Our boy Doug Halliday, who's uh, who's done a couple of designs for us, he actually got a couple of his posted on Roosevelt's. Um, is it Roosevelt's or is it uh, – who's the other one that does it? The, the WWE shirts? He's got a Rey Mysterio shirt that the wrestlers wear that, like, he got it through with WWE and they signed off on well, it. Well, WWE has a Roosevelt shirt too because they even posted them on the uh, WWE. Okay, then there. yeah, that's Doug Halliday. The I know the Rey Mysterio one's him, uh, so that's cool. Good on him for doing that. But yeah, a lot of people we know wear the Rose, Roosevelt shit. Fucking Delorme wears them. Halliday wears them. Admire wears them. I have a shit ton them. of them. Admire has like one for everything possible. Yeah, and that's why look at that's all people in our demographic. You know, um, your demographic. Okay, well. I wouldn't um, wear that shit. Hold on. Bless you. Yeah, I'm, you're allergic to that bullshit Roosevelt stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they like they like license everything out, man. So like, it doesn't matter what you're into. They always have. It's like when I say demographic, I mean like the like the age range that we yeah, are, yeah, yeah. we grew up in. They always have everything we grew up with. They always have a shirt for that shit. Um, fucking. Yeah, I understand what the word demographic means, Marty. Believe it or not. What's that? I said I understand what the word demographic means. <laughs> well, shit, man. You're like, your demographic. Not well, you're younger than I am. Shit. I'm fucking like three years. That's a, no, that's a big difference. Year, right? Five yeah. years. That's a big difference. Is, you look a lot is. older than I do, though. Well, you know, I got a beard. You Actually, no. I don't think so. Because your oh, beard's all fucking is? patchy and gray. I'm just is saying. that what it is? You got a beard? My beard is great, but my beard's always been like that. That's not my problem. I'm, I'm boyish good look. I shaved this shit down to where it's not growing out real hard. First off, I'm looking at myself now and what the fuck are you talking about? Patchy and gray. I'm fucking handsome. If motherfuckers yeah. were tuning in right now, they would assume you, you're the oldest and I'm your little cousin. Uh, probably. Probably. It has right. nothing to do it's with your good. beard. It has something to do with your attitude. You're ornery. Wow. Yeah. No, nah, they probably assume I'm the older one with that old Alligators ass word. because they got all them teeth. With that fucking word I just used, Henri. Who the fuck says that shit anymore? My dude, I'm like gata. Um, that's uh, you know, you got anything else about 
You bought any figures or anything lately? I got that new you know, rock figure. I did get a few things. Um, well, one, I showed up and um, I did. I did have a new. I I, I got Charlie. I got Charlie. The fuck is so, that? It's Charlie. You don't know who Charlie is? Charlie's the the one with the dot with the belt. Who the fuck is Charlie? <laughs> That's the one that uh that Alexa Bliss made to for for Charlotte Flair. I don't think uh, I was watching Raw back then. Oh, it, it, maybe not. It's right before right before what Summer Survivor Series or whatever it is when she destroyed it SummerSlam. I don't know. Or I could have just uh, been fast forwarding a lot of Alexa Bliss shit back then. It might have been, or it's just because of Charlotte. Um, I wasn't expecting it. Sarah bought it, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, I went to the store yesterday. Had to pick up some stuff for Easter. Uh, I got a Mark Callis figure yesterday. That was pretty cool. There's a bunch of other figures too I liked. Some of those, you know, you want them, but you don't really need them. Yeah. So I left them on the peg, you know. Um, I I might go back and grab them. I don't know. Um, other than that, though, not really too much in the figure game. Uh, that was the only one I got this last week. Um, actually, no, you know what? I got some these. Uh, I think they had them at uh SummerSlam or um, so WrestleMania too. They were like these bend them figures or something like that. They had a uh, The Rock and Cena and and Roman Reigns. So I grabbed a couple of those. Um, but other than that, no, man, I got new, I got a new pair of shoes this week, though. I ordered oh, some yeah. and had them delivered. Um, got some new Answer 4s. Got to love those. Uh, they're also uh, a cross with Power Rangers, so it made them even more fantastic. Mm. Again, I know this is you know not your demographic because you're five years older. Um, but no, man, they were they're pretty good. You put them on where you're like, it's morphing time. <laughs> Fucking dork. <laughs> yes, I was in first grade, so yes, I was. Asshole. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm my boy Joey Stillman, who he comes around every now and then in the chat. He got the main event Jay Uso figure, and he sent me a picture of it. That thing Which looks one? so fucking dope. Jay Uso's single oh, run yeah, figure. Yeah. I got that one too. Um, talking about this one. Yeah. He he took it out and like put the lay on him and everything and that thing looks phenomenal. Um, wasn't expecting that one to be as good as it was, so I'm gonna have to get that. I tell you what, oh, I, I, I did here. get another one too. I, I forgot all about this one. I got this the other day. I got me a riddle. Ugh, why? I got me a riddle. You didn't even like Matt Riddle. I do actually. I'm not gonna lie. Riddle grew on me like Orange Cassidy did. I don't know why. Something he still annoys me, but he's entertaining. Him and Randy. I'm just hoping I don't end up talking like Matt Riddle after two years of these aligners where I look like a fucking Easter bunny. You know what? You can talk about like like, uh, like him all you want. You know what he don't want to talk about? Like I, I keep seeing interviews by him like more and more lately. It's annoying. Tony me. Khan? No, no. <laughs> fucking Vince Russo, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Bro. I know I know bro, that's our bro, our boy uh, bro, bro. Bro. Not Durbin. I don't know our boy Durbin, that's his boy. But, like, fucking bro, every five seconds, like, shut the fuck up. Bro. It depends on what week bro. it is. Them two, they feud so much. Like, one day they hate each other, the next day they love each other. Um, but I was going to say, I was I was looking around my room yesterday because I was changing some shit around. And I just started thinking, like, why am I buying wrestling figures? Like, I think I might just wake up and sell everything off one day soon. Just, like, only keep, like, certain ones that are... Cause like I, I just have so many now that. That's why you gotta wait till the outer road takes you, and like you can't find them anymore. Then you sell them all, cause then that shit fucking builds value. That's the point of it, yeah. man. I, like I got a bunch of I got a bunch of Cody shit that's probably worth some stuff. Not uh, yet, cause there's that shit's been clearance and sold out everywhere. So just wait. I got shit. I gotta wait on that shit. I don't know the blood and guts with him and Dustin Rhodes. I think yeah, you can still buy that. Some. You can still buy that on uh, uh, the the one with the TNT title, the championship showcase or whatever it's called. Anyway, you know, I feel the same way because I got like a shit ton of pops. Like, I have pops falling off the walls and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do with all these things? These are like gonna be like beanie babies in five years. Nobody's gonna know what the fuck they are. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think I'm getting close to the edge where like I'm almost done with them. It's not even like fun going in the stores anymore because ninety percent of them I don't give a fuck about. So it's just like yeah. pass, pass, pass. The ones you want you can't find. So. 
I actually saw two stings on the pegs the other day, and I left them because I were, I already it was the one that I got loose back there, the AEW one. Um, and then I yeah, have some the, people are still waiting for those figures some places, you know. Yeah, just I left two of them on the pegs. I thought about getting one and having one MOC and hanging it up there, but I already have the the one of five thousand, and then I got the one where he's got the Darby face paint on. Mm. This one would have been that one over there, and I, I left it. You know, little kids might have wanted it. You know, yeah, trying to be trying to give back. Just trying to take care of America. You gotta make up for that, man. Yeah, I'm trying to make up for all the little kids I done punked out in public before. Yeah, but all uh, right, Martin, well, we'll take I a mean, break. What, yeah, let's do that. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll uh, we'll actually get into some professional wrestling here on Boot to the Face episode 180. Stay tuned. On cooking a hot bus, fucking on your bitch, shit, thought that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to something, bro. I don't trust nobody, get the uh. Call up the gang and they come for ya. My bitch is bad and bougie. Cooking up dope with dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. So my bitch is bad and bougie. Cooking up dope with dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. Will he well? Rackets on rackets, got backings on backings. I'm riding around in the coupe. I take your bitch right from you. Bitch, I'm a dog. Beat the whole walls loose. Then hop in the frog. I tell that bitch it can come for me. Swear all these hitters is under me. They hating the devil, keep jumping me. Bankrolls on me, keep me company. Hey, the moves. Pull up and ghost. My diamonds a choker. Holding the fire with no holster. Wreck the roll of diamonds cooked. It's a rollie, not a mule, though. Dabbing on them like the usual. Magic with the brick to voodoo. Course I with a bad bitch. Then I'll send that bitch an Uber. You're rich plus I'm bougie. Tryna make my life a movie. Raindrops, drop top. Smoking on cooking a hot box. Fucking on your bitch, you thought that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to sun to bruh. I don't trust nobody, grip the uh. Call up the gang and they come for you. Me, baby, give you my bitch is bad and bougie Whipping up dope with the Uzi My head is a savage, ruthless We got 30s and 100 rounds too My bitch is bad and bougie Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 180 Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez Here talking about all the things going on in professional wrestling On Easter Sunday What other show you know Is out here working on an Easter Sunday We do that shit for y'all For y'all what the hell's going I got all kind of shit playing. You know, you can play more than one thing at once. I didn't know that. I just found out, though. Um, here on Easter Sunday, <laughs> as I'm cussing, what do you want to get into first, Marty? You're muted, Marty. Well, then that good thing that was my mute because half that shit didn't make sense, so it works. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. Let's, let's recap in the beginning of the week. I think there's some stuff last week that we didn't really go into and hit on very much. I can't remember. Did we talk about MVP? I don't think we did. I didn't like it. Um, I did notice he was conspicuous by his absence at WrestleMania. Um, and I didn't think to bring any of that up. And then, of course, he turned the very next night uh, on Bobby Lashley. So MVP is with Omos. I don't know. I think this is good for Omos. I know you don't like MVP. Omos is not good on the mic. He needs somebody that's going to talk for him. I think MVP will do good with that. I don't like the fact. I mean, I do like the fact that MVP, like, puts his cane down, does a fucking running boot to the face of Lashley in the corner, and then picks his cane up and starts fucking limping again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a heel, right? He's <laughs> like Cowboy Bob Orton in this motherfucker. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I. I don't think Lashley needs a mouthpiece anymore, and I think Omos does. So I'm not, I'm not too mad at it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I mean, him turning heel—that's great. I uh, was expecting him to turn heel eventually, also. Um, 
but the what I didn't like about the way they did is that they they did like three turns in a row on Raw that week, mm. and that's it, like why? Like well, you couldn't space it out a little bit further. Like literally right after that, they had the heel turn with um, Zelina Vega. Before that, they had the Shad, uh, the Moss and and Corbin. Um, it was just like ah. Okay, so you guys, this is what you guys' Monday night at the Raw or Raw at the Main is going to be, whatever. Um, I would, I mean, I've been waiting for it forever, and and it all, all honestly, I hope that Lashley beats the shit out of MVP because I'm not a fan of MVP at all. Um, I actually have enjoyed Lashley a lot more when he's not with MVP, so it, it works for me completely. Um, I I hope that it has a good feud on there. I hope that. Um, he gets to uh, MVP to get to Omos, and then I don't know. I feel like Omos couldn't be a big star if they let him. Maybe obviously not on the mic, but I don't know, man. The guy's beast. He needs. They still just beat the shit out of people. Like it's they'll put him to the like go to people that you know, like Jinder Mahal and these guys who have risen up and have had reigns and have had times where they've been at the top of the game and just build him up. I don't know. They could be a big. He could be a big star. Uh, powerhouse at least if they let it uh, if they do it right but I feel like eventually with Lashley he's just gonna get buried like Lashley's gonna destroy him just to have a feud with MVP or whatever I don't know uh, again it's not that big thing for me but uh, I'm, I'm glad that it happened because I, I can't stand Lashley with MVP I read something interesting on <laughs> online the other day um, you know, I try to stay away from all the, the in the know articles and shit like that. But I was I was doing a little research on Cody and him coming to WWE because everything's still kind of up in the air. And I find all this shit very interesting with, with Cody. But I read that Cody is now slotted as the number two babyface on Monday Night Raw. You know who the number one babyface on Raw is? Is it male or female? It's male. It's male? On the mm-hmm. on Raw? Mm-hmm. Are they saying Lashley's number one? They're saying Lashley's the number one babyface that's going to be pushed on Raw in the upcoming weeks to months. Um, and I mean, it makes it, to me it makes sense. I know a lot of people still are like hot and cold on Lashley, but if you listen to the fucking ovation he got when he came out to confront Omos that first time on Raw, and when he put Omos on his ass, and even at Mania when he fucking won, and then you go back even further, like. When he won the title from Miz, I know that was in the Thunderdome still, but even at WrestleMania versus Drew, like he was getting a hell of a reactions and his match against Goldberg, like people have come around on Lashley a lot. Um, I mean, how can you not? Though? The dude fucking looks like a million dollars. He's good in the ring. Wears fucking suits. Used to bring women out with him. Like who does that anymore in 2022? You know what I mean? Like what's not to like about him? Because he doesn't have hair. Like, cause I remember people nitpicking that shit. Like, he doesn't have any eyebrows. Okay, but he could also pick a fucking Mack truck up and like press. He doesn't. Something. He doesn't have any eyebrows because you know it's a condition, not because he chose to shave that shit off. Right. Um, and like, yeah. yeah see, so. like, I, I'm not. I'm not. I've never really been a Lashley fan. And that goes back to you know when he first showed up in WWE, um, even after he left. Um, I'm just his character. I'm just not a fan of him. It wasn't. You know now. I'm not gonna say I'm not anymore because I've come around. I, I I've always obviously respected what the guy can do. Understand the guy can go and the guy's a beast and that's obvious. Um, just his character, just I don't know, didn't do any for me. Um, and then with you know the hurt business and the suits and everything and MVP up his ass, it just it, I can't, I've never stand stand MVP. So him being teamed up with Lash, it just made it even worse and like maybe not want to watch it even more but when he's not with mvp over especially like over the last six months the dude's been not like been on like on fire I, he's been more entertaining to watch when he's on his own than he's been with mvp so i don't know because of all that i've become more in tune with the guy as i've you know enjoyed watching him a lot more than i used to um there was a time where i would just fast forward because because everything with them just annoyed me um, but I enjoy him, and I, I watch his his segments now too. And um, so yeah, I, I I don't know some of those reasons, you know, that bald head thing that doesn't make sense to I me. Mean, that's that's kind of lame. But <clears throat> uh, what you got next on the docket? We got Bianca's next opponent was um, announced mm. or taken. 
on Monday Night Raw. And Sonya Deville has returned back to the ring and she's going to be taking, fighting for the championship. What's Sonya Deville uh, got against black people? What's Sonya Deville got against people? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? like, the last white person she messed with was Mandy Rose. Like, Mandy Rose has been NXT champion for like a year. She's just been picking on black people left and right. She's been fucking with Naomi the whole time. Even Cameron came back at the fucking Royal Rumble. She decided to fuck with her. Left nah, everybody else alone. Hold on, though. The Cameron and thing now, she, now Bianca. That was straight uh, because know, of Naomi. That had nothing no, to do with Cameron herself. No. That had shit to do with Naomi. She was like, oh, another black woman? Let me get her the fuck out of here. And then Cameron was on my plane the whole next day. So. You didn't get a picture with her? You didn't take, you didn't take a prom way, picture with her? LA. No, I did not. Uh, but I saw that with Mickey James. Um, she went off today on that post. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, on one hand, I see what she's saying, but on the other hand, like, you got to see what other people are saying because so many people have done that kind of stuff and been really creepy with wrestlers. They didn't know that it was her idea and all that, which I'm glad she clarified it, but. But at the same time, like, she just shouldn't have had to. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, like here's again, it's Mickey, it's Mickey James. Right. Like, come on. You shouldn't, like, I don't know. There's, a, there's also like, a collage of female wrestlers posing with people where they look uncomfortable as fuck. Including oh, I know. that very that. pose with Becky Lynch and some guy. And there's a guy that says, like, I shaved my balls for this picture on his shirt with Alexa Bliss. Like, male fans are kind of. And so. Oh, absolutely. Of course, everybody jumped to conclusion. Now, if she would have posted the picture instead of him posting it, I think it would have been a little bit different. And then she could have clarified it then. But I'm sure she didn't realize all hell was going to break loose was with come. it. Yeah. And it sucks to be the guy that, like, you know, he's just trying to get a picture with Mickey James. She says, oh, this will be funny. And all of a sudden, everybody's calling him a pervert. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, Luckily, and, and all honestly, like, it was her idea. She could have looked a little happier doing it because she did kind of give, like, yeah. I'm creeped out vibe in that picture. You know what I mean? She was like, man, I wish this was Chris Rucker. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. All right. I'm joking. Oh, I shit. Um, uh, but no, you, you know, you bring that up. My wife would have killed me if I just took a picture part of her too. like that. Uh, you talk about like the men, men, male fans and the way they are. And obviously the internet people, you know, just, you can't trust people. And, and people mm-hmm. are just dumb as hell. Like, you see the article about the guy who sold his house and lost everything for Liv Morgan? Of all people, Cause live more because he thought it was her and it was a fake account. Like, okay, but this is you know, all right. I'm gonna trade lightly on this, but Liv Morgan's on Monday Night Raw every week. She's on WrestleMania. She's on pay per views. She's got a prominent role with the WWE. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that selling your house and giving her money is gonna bail her out of anything? Why do you think she needs the money? First of all. Exactly. That's that. Like, and are, now, like, the person could be the person could be challenged. Like, I'm not gonna try that because you. Well, dumb I'm saying the person could be challenged, right? Uh, I don't think so. I, who knows? I don't know. Anyways, but like clearly they're not a, the brightest. Social media account. <laughs> there's there's ways to find if it's a fucking real account. You know what I mean? I mean, you like, just look for the check hey, mark. Hey, I uh, I have a Nigerian prince here who's going to give me so much money. Um, Will you send me your your information and I will happily donate this money to you? Like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? These scams are fucking ridiculous. And if you get, I I feel bad because obviously that sucks that your little savings and house is gone. But at the same point, like ownership, man, account of fuck personal yeah. fucking accountability on that shit. How do you do, like? How do you let that happen? Uh, yeah. But that just goes, you know, like how these men rest, wrestling fans have a false sense of reality or these, you know, people who take things over with, over than what they should. And it just sits on it. Makes, and then it makes more wrestling fans look like, you know, makes the wrestling community look worse than it is because people like that. It's just ridiculous. Well, going back to the thing with Mickey James, right? Like how everybody immediately started <laughs> shitting on the guy and calling him this and that. That's why I'm so careful with like, cause like we've been doing this podcast for a while. I like women wrestling more than I like male wrestling now. Like, to me, it's just better. It just so happens that the women wrestlers are, like, really attractive women, right? 
So when I go and I do meet and greets and shit like that, I try to always be, like be aware of my creep factor. Like Mickey James, for example, favorite wrestler of all time. Like she's over, she's around like Atlanta and stuff like that. If I wanted to like go and meet her more and shit like that, right for NWA. Now there's female fans that literally are like borderline stalking some of these female wrestlers. But if yeah. I was to do that, it would be weird as fuck, right? So as a male fan, if you like women's wrestling, you definitely have to be aware of things that you say, things that you do, how you act. And some guys don't have that. Whether or not they recognize it and just don't care, they're trying to be funny or whatever, and they give everybody a kind of bad name. I'm there, like, I mean, we all joke, right? Because it's jokes and shit like that. But I'm not trying to be creepy when I get around these women. Like, I'm excited that I get to take a picture with professional wrestlers and I get autographs right. and just like a little two or three minute interaction or whatever. From Mark Henry to fucking Mickey James. Like, to me, it's all the same. But because one's a very attractive woman and you're a man, you still have to be careful. Like, if you ever look at some of the pictures I have, like, my hands are like either in my pocket or down by my side. Like, I may put an arm around them depending on how they act. But like in my pocket, wow. yeah, I'm not. I'm, shut down, I'm not doing anything like out of the ordinary, just because you're gonna get that stigma as a male fan that's like around female rest, and some of them deserve it. Like some of these motherfuckers are creepy, right? And I don't want to be put in that box. Um, so I try to be on my p's and q's when I when I meet people. So you know, if I post a picture with me and Mickey James, I don't think anybody can be like, "What a fucking creep." They might be like. They make a cute. Damn, thing. where did Nick Aldis go? <laughs> he was the one taking the picture. Um, I'm kidding. Fucking cuckold. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, Marty! <laughs> they might oh, be watching. Oh, <laughs> uh, just kidding. I'm sure Nick doesn't do that. Yeah, he's not Jim Cornette. Oh shit! I, I mean, you know, NWA. It's he's not Will Smith. Oh shit! Wow, wow. Now, Will Smith be crying to take a picture with his wife. Um, Anyway, <laughs> uh, tag team unification is going to happen. We got that the the, uh, the bloodline pulled up on Monday Night Raw, challenged, beat the Street Profits, and my God, the chemistry between the Profits and the Usos, mm. I can watch that all damn time. Profits and Usos, Usos and New Day, New Day and, and Profits. My God, make that rotation happen more often. Uh, I'm okay with it. Uh, <clears throat> showed up on SmackDown, RK Bro did, and they accepted the challenge. Riddle versus Jimmy. Um, it's like backlash. We're going to have the unification mounts. Um, early prediction now. Usos take it or, or RK Bro get it? I was just about to ask you is there any chance in hell that RK Bro wins this? 100%. I feel like that's the route it's going to go. Mm. I don't. They got to give it to It's either going to go that route or it's going to end up in a no no decision. Nah, I think the Usos the one. I think uh, if I'm booking fantasy-wise, I have Roman help the Usos win. That way it takes Orton out of the title picture and Roman and Orton can have like a little two-month feud. Yeah, I, I see. And I think that, that could lead to SummerSlam. And I like it. Yeah. Because, I mean, Roman is a champ of both brands, so... <laughs> He can easily be on Monday Night Raw feuding with Orton and fucking feuding with Nakamura on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, he's going to be putting down double duty. You know what I mean? Like, can't leave one brand hanging and not have any kind of contenders on that. You know what I like about this is that I feel like or I hope that we'll have some more like contendership shit going on to go for it. You know, I I miss the days where you had the number one contender. You had people fighting to, to earn their right into it. Now it's just like, oh, okay, well, we're just going to put this person in a feud because we're going to put it in a feud. Um, I don't know. I miss that, some of that number one contendership kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> talking about a little moment ago, you know, about uncomfortability and with female wrestlers. Man, how are you feeling this uncomfortable program with Lacey Evans? I don't like it. I didn't like it the first night. I didn't like, like it the seriously? first time it happened. Like, I don't give a fuck about your childhood and your upbringing and all that. Like, I, I just I feel watched like it's, you. It's, I mean, 
it's such a, 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 a 180 from how she was when she was there the first time. So because she went and had a baby, now all of a sudden we're supposed to have sympathy for her upbringing. Like she was a bitch when she was here, right? Like she was mean as hell. She was dastardly. She was fucking making fun of Becky Lynch when Becky Lynch got pregnant, like talking shit about her. And now all of a sudden she starts bringing up how she was raised as a kid and all that. I don't really give a fuck. Everybody had a bad upbringing almost, right? Like, yeah. That's like, 50% like, of America. Her storytelling is horrible. Like, They're trying horrible. to make it look real, and it doesn't look real. It's not. And, and I don't know, man. It's just like, it's unneeded. Yeah. You know, and I'm I, never... I get it's like If they're going to try to bring like attention to something, I can, I can understand. But, man... I, I think there's a to like relax and yeah. get away from the negativity of the world. You know what I mean? I think there's a fine line of using <laughs> real issues that are happening as storylines. Like I wasn't a fan of Natty using her dad every time when he died. Um, First like eight months. But then like Big Show versus Big Boss Man with Big Show's dad dying. Like that was clearly a made up story right. and comical. Right. <laughs> but I don't like people using real life shit like that as. I don't know, like, if that's the way you were brought up, like, cool, write a book. Like, I don't need to see that shit as your backstage. It's still not going to make me like you. Like, I don't like Lacey Evans. I used to. And then when she got on TV, I was just not a, I wasn't a fan of her. I wasn't a fan of her on, like, how she acted on social media, all that kind of shit. Like, you telling me you had a rough upbringing ain't going to make me change my mind on that. Right? And, like, I'm sorry, but you guys had almost a year to build a story for her. And she returns. And this is the story you guys have for her. I feel like it's it was lazy and just thrown together. Um, like, hey, I'm going to come back. Okay, cool. Well, let's just do this then. Instead of like actually building a program. I don't know where it's going to go. Obviously, uh, I think what is it, Natty and Shayna were mocking her this week. So maybe it's a feud to Shayna or Natty. Um, I don't know. It's yeah. Just, it was uncomfortable. I, I'm not, it's, it's I'm uncomfortable. not into it. And it's it's yeah. going to be a long series. So there's like multiple parts like the next month or so. I, I'm over it already. And she even wears damn camouflage pants. Like, we get it. We, you were in the fucking military. Like, congrats. Yeah. So was Bobby Lashley. He didn't come out in fucking camouflage. So was fucking Randy Orton until he went AWOL. <laughs> I mean, you know. AWOL Orton. Basically. Uh, there's a lot of fucking military people. In, like, I don't know. That just doesn't have to be your... I'm just not a fan of, of Lacey Evans. I'm not a fan of her... Like you said, her storytelling doesn't... It's not believable. I don't like it. Um, it's just not my thing. Yeah, so, so that's that's a um, fast forward for me. We got Champa on the main roster call up. We got Veer Mahan after a six month build up show up. Um, we got Ezekiel debut on 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 main roster. You know his brother Elias is still missing, but Ezekiel's back or here. Um, I know you could probably catch up all three of these. My question is, how much, how long before Chomp was gone? I don't see him standing on the main roster. I don't see him going back to NXT. I feel like it's only a matter of time before he just disappears. You were right. I don't care about any of these three. I know. You I will don't. tell but you, I got a lot of DMs. I got a lot of DMs asking if you were Veer Mahal, though. Veer, if that was you. I mean, you haven't seen this in the same room. Yeah, that's, same. What, that's what. I, that's exactly what I told, I told people. Y'all. I told y'all. I went to WrestleMania. He wasn't there. I didn't go to Monday Night Raw. He was there. Just saying. Yeah. It's exactly what I told people. It was like, until I see him in the same room, they're like Batman and Bruce Wayne. I don't fucking know. Maybe Marty's got a white fucking stripe painted across his forehead underneath that Braves hat. Who the fuck knows? Maybe that's why he likes the Braves so much. Like, it all fucking ties in together. Who knows? Um, Ciampa, I think they're going to try to keep Ciampa around. I just don't know what for. I don't see where he would fit in at in uh on the main roster, especially Raw. Like yeah. Raw's the land of the Giants. And so right. unless he's just gonna be feuding with Rey Mysterio and Dominic the whole time, like I don't really see a space for him. Um I mean I guess he'd go with Rollins and Cody. Somebody for Cody to beat maybe. Uh but long term, I don't see it. I don't see Veer sticking around either. Like if you look at Veer's social media He's like this suave, well-dressed motherfucker. And then they got him coming out like a character on Pocahontas, right? Like, have you seen any of his social media stuff? 
He's yeah. constantly in like these nice fucking hotel suites. He's always in a fucking suit, got nice shoes on and shit. And then he comes on TV and he's a fucking like, I mean, I don't even know what indigenous person from a time gone by. We'll put it like that, that was politically correct as fuck. Did I do that right? Well, I was going to say it. something we'll, else. We'll, we'll run with it. Yeah, I was going to say something else. Um, and then Ezekiel, like, I didn't like Elias. So I don't really give a fuck about this Ezekiel shit either. I said, I like Elias. And I'm digging it. I think the fact that they have him with, with Kevin Owens, I think it's fantastic. I think Kevin Owens went from fucking main yeah, event so WrestleMania with Stone Cold <laughs> to fucking Ezekiel. <laughs> My God! Oh, how the mighty have fallen. That check better be that, nice took, as you shit. Know, so you know how you talked about like the edit where you know they like RKO and the guy goes flying into space. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Owens with the stunner and got stunned and is going to go down, down, down into hell. Yeah, that's basically what happened there. Down the fucking oh, pecking order. I he went from fantastic. he got that His, stunner uh, and went from the main event to fucking Sunday Night Heat. Right. <laughs> uh, I think I think Kevin Owens is going to make make that fantastic um it's fake i told you guys you guys can't believe this shit uh i i, I enjoy it i love i think kevin Owens is a, is a hit um you wanna i think we take uh thomas agrees take another take a, a break and then we'll we, take uh, a break real AEW. quick that'll work we will be right back here on boot to the face stay tuned Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 180, Happy Easter, if you celebrate Easter, Happy Easter if you don't celebrate Easter, I don't fucking know what I would say to people that don't celebrate Easter, um, Sunday. did you see the, the airplane video of the people like singing religious songs on the airplane, no, I did it, holy shit, like, so, I'd have been pissed, you're on an airplane, 30,000 feet. You can't go anywhere. This motherfucker pulls his guitar out, and they just start having fucking worship service there. Like, half the plane singing, the other half of the plane looking so fucking uncomfortable. You think Mickey James looked uncomfortable on that photo. You should have seen the guy sitting right next to the fucking guitar. I would have went Jeff Jarrett on the motherfucker so fast with that guitar. Like, God should have told you to sit your ass down, because now I'm going to have to. Yeah, I, thought, I don't know how they allow that, because yeah. how have you hit your phone on? Oh, your your tablet on and the volume's on. You don't have earphones on. They make you turn that shit off. You know what I mean? Like no headphones. Yeah, you can't listen without headphones. But this motherfucker can play guitar. Uh uh. Uh uh. I I won't guitar like half the fuck. You got people seventeen rows away turned around singing seventeen rows back there. It wasn't like it was the whole plane. It was just like twenty of them, and they're just fucking up. He's walking up and down the aisle. Sit your motherfucking ass down. Yeah, I don't. I don't (laughs) mind it. Like I. Like gospel music, 
Uh, religion, I, I'm good with that. I, I listen to it. I have it uh, on radio. At your it, leisure, you know. though. Exactly. But don't rate my if ears. Thing, on a plane, yeah. one, if I'm even doing anything, it's either reading the book or watching the show. But if not, my ass is sleeping. And I'm going to say 85% of the time I'm on a plane, I'm, my ass is asleep. I wish. Whether morning, day, or night. At that point, if you're fucking going to keep me awake because you're fucking having a festival on the fucking plane, nah. Honky Tonk Man is about to get the fucking... About to have a, the guitar come down on him. Just saying. EJ says it had to have been a chartered flight. I guess... The, I don't know. There was a couple people that did not look happy with what was happening on that video I saw. Well, um, but again, you, there you are always people right. who are part of the group that are always, you know, fuddy duddies. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, Debbie Downers. I, I'm just glad nothing like that ever happens to me while I'm on the plane because I, I don't know how I react to it. Yet. Uh, or like people with crying babies. Like on one hand, I'm like, it's a baby. I know you can't make it be quiet, but at least fucking try. Yeah, like, no, and I feel the same way. But like the same point, like you should know babies' ears can't take certain elevations. Yeah. So you should know not to do that. Like it's not cool. I'm sorry, especially a long flight. Yeah, I. Whenever I see babies sitting in the section that I'm about to load on the plane, I'm just like, please don't let this baby be sitting next to me. There's gonna be enough crying coming from my fucking seat. Like I don't, I don't need the baby crying too. Like I'm already uncomfortable. Now we're both gonna be crying. And we both got a diaper on. And we're both drinking out of a bottle. It's weird. Both have diapers. Both have bottles. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I guess we can get to eight. So we've, actually, before we jump into AEW, um, I know you you haven't watched them. I, I talked it up last week. Watch a reference or see anything about Young Rock yet this week? I did see the video of uh, Lil Joe. Lil Joe. There. Little Joe, I saw the video of Little Joe jumping all over Big Dewey, talking about if if we were to ever have a match, it'd have to be at WrestleMania. And Little Joe talking about acknowledge me, Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm not gonna lie. I've been waiting all the entire time. I've been waiting for a Little Joe to show up. Um, yeah. Obviously, um, Sika and Alpha are like in. I would say every other episode probably, just because you know, the way that the show's made. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, oh, man, is it eventually going to point where it comes to where like uh, Joe's there or like baby Rikishi or, or you know, whatever. But who cares if it's corny? It's fucking hilarious and it's entertaining. It's fanfare. Get over it, EJ. You know, you know, uh, that gift for the black dude with all the stacks of money and he's acting like he's on the phone with his fucking money shit. That was Vince when Vince saw that shit. Right? <laughs> he's just like, so, if I didn't think I needed to book that then, I definitely need to book it now. I mean, obviously, I. Um, one, obviously everything's been teasing the rock and Roman. Um, I feel like it's a big possibility whether it's going to happen or not. I don't, you know, there's nothing saying it's going to happen. Um, again, obviously a, an obvious tease at that, but props to, to the Peacock and, and NBC for doing it. One, they know people are going to watch and tune into that. Um, they're going to get more eyes on their product, young rock, because, People, the WWE universe, and that's gonna obviously that that clip's been going around. Mm-hmm. Um, but they know if they if they do get shit on that, people watching it, and that happens, it's gonna be more eyes to their product because it's gonna be on the Peacock at WrestleMania. Uh, so, man, props to, to NBC and being in tune. Whether it's NBC saying let's do it and their writers, or if it's Dwayne saying yeah, we're gonna throw this shit out there and, and, and tease this shit some more. Let's so. just thank the wrestling gods that The Rock's got so much money that he can't be bought in order to have this match over in fucking Saudi Arabia. Like, if they actually do it, it'll be at WrestleMania or something like that here. Thank God. It's going to be The Rock Bill and Bill Goldberg or The Undertaker where he's got to go over there or Shawn Michaels to come out of retirement. And let's let's not kid ourselves. Like, if you read The Rock's book back in the day when he was a wrestler, Rock's got a bit of an ego. You got to have an ego to be as successful as he is. You don't think that motherfucker saw Stone Cold Steve Austin come back and have that fucking match with Kevin Owens and thought, because I bet the Rock probably thought he was done. And he looks at Austin and Austin's fucking five or six years older than him. And it's like, shit, I could fucking, I could go have a match with the fucking tribal chief. Book it. Um, Definitely. Um, 
But yeah, you know, it's going to happen. The Rock's going to come out. He's going to fight Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And the next night on Monday night at the Raw, he's going to come down, lay his boots down, and he's going to give the official retirement. I hope not. And then he's going to announce he's running for president. That's how it's I hope he doesn't lay his boots down. I'm so sick of that corny shit. He's going to lay his boots down. Remember no, that time a, the Undertaker got beat eye. by Roman Reigns and left all hey, his shit his in the ring and then kept wrestling? Remember that? Untrustworthy yeah. son of a bitch. I always told y'all the Undertaker couldn't be trusted. Nobody listened to me. Just like I told you Velveteen Dream couldn't be trusted. Nobody listened to me. Who was the last one no, I said this piece of shit? I think a lot of people knew they couldn't trust Velveteen Dream. Mm. I, mean, I remember ta- I remember talking about that, and I caught a lot of shit. What would make you say that? You're just throwing shit out there. I'm like, you kind of get a vibe with people when you meet them. I don't know, man. I'm trusting a good judge of character. Dreams like touching Bill Cosby. It's a bit there. You know it. So, um, Speaking of The Rock, Gronk came out today and made some comments. You're really gonna talk he about wants that. to wrestle The Rock. I don't give a fuck about Gronk. One or one? Or in a tag team match. He's been wrestling Camille for who knows how long. He's fine. Camille? His girlfriend, Camille Costa. Oh, I was like, I was thinking, I'm like. Not the NWA women's champion. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. No, that's not. What's the top? Yeah. Costa. Gotcha. Also, can we we talk about the lack of fucking charisma coming out of that champion? Like most women's champions in the world right now, they all like jump off the screen. She jumped off the screen physically and she's gotten way better in the ring. But my God, that that microphone cadence, mm-mm. it is not the move. You know, I'm glad you speak about their cadence because there's some people who have horrible cadence on the mic too, and you just love them. But, you know, at least you can obviously... Like who? Like who? You know who. Go ahead and say it. Sasha Banks. It's way Boss better on the microphone. It's way better than on the microphone than half the people you like. Mm. You just don't like her. That's not true. That is true. You just don't, I like, don't her. like her on the mic. You just don't like her. You like you like nitpicking every little thing she does. You and Dez, y'all the same. Oh, she doesn't do the meteor hard enough. Well, she, okay, she's a fucking seventy three pounds. It's kind of hard to Dez, do the meteor really hard. Dez also holds Oscar. As like the epitome of female wrestling. Can we say how dumb <laughs> Sasha has been looking? Says Terry Lynch. What sense of style have you been looking at? I think she looks phenomenal haircut? lately. Her neon hair. I don't know. I think she looks dope. Could be a demographic thing. I don't know. A demographic of Sasha Banks fans. I don't know. Yeah. Those are her remarks. I don't know. I mean, you would think Terry would know something about that. Uh... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so um, I couldn't think of the word I was going to say. It's not that I'm embarrassed by the joke I was going to tell. I couldn't think of the word I was trying to use. Um, she looked like a washed up anime character. Maybe she's trying to be like Sailor Moon again, like she was at Royal Rumble. Everybody seemed to like it. I didn't know what it meant, but it was trending on fucking Twitter. Everything ain't going to be for everybody. But I tell you what, find me a better wrestler in the ring that's a female. You can't. What were we saying about Ring of Honor? Uh, well, I mean, this week we've got uh, Joe versus Suzuki on for the on TV for the Ring of Honor TV Championship. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I actually enjoyed this match. I'm not a Joe fan at all. I love Suzuki, I always have. Um, but I, I don't know this the match with him. I don't. It had nothing to do with it being AEW. Had nothing to do with it being Ring of Honor. <clears throat> just something about the match just was entertaining. Um. I don't think I've seen a match of of Joe's in the last six years, six, seven years that ca- kept my attention at all. Um, and I actually enjoy this one. So I just wanted to throw that one out there. Uh, did you watch Rampage at all? Rampage? At all? Did you watch AEW at all? Uh, uh, can't say that I did. Uh, okay. This was not the week that Jamie Hayden and Tony, St- Tony Storm fought, was it? No, but they were. They did have a little promo on Wednesday okay. night. That's what I my, thought. My God. All right. I'll have to go back and look. I don't think I watched uh, Dynamite at all. I did watch Rampage, and I I did watch Battle of the Belts um, in Fast Forward, but I did watch them. You know what irritates me is the fact that we're going to get Jamie and, and Tony, and everyone wants it. Everyone wants it. Yeah, we do. But don't give it to us in the fucking first round. 
Yeah, it should have been in the finals. Like the first round, one of them's out. Guess what? My 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 ability to want to watch the rest of the round. tournament goes down heavily. Technically, it's the second round. Well, they you're gonna the start round. getting matches like this. Tony literally said the first round, like he well, said. He says a lot of season, We're gonna get them in their first round. Tony Storm beat uh somebody. I can't remember who it was. And well, they, then Tony. Because remember we were talking. Remember we were talking last week. We were talking about how. There were superstars that are wrestling kind of lesser known people, and all of the like bigger name women won. Tony Storm yep. was one of them, and so was Jamie Hayter. Uh, and when you said Tony says it, I thought you were talking about Tony Khan. No, Tony Schiavone is okay. Tony Schiavone is a fucking is a is a a saint next to Jr. So I will I not mean, be smirched the good name of Tony Schiavone. You know, well, I will you know, not talk bad about Tony Schiavone. Speaking of Jr., because I noticed this week. When when are like what does G, uh, the King Jerry Lawler have over Vince McMahon that Vince keeps bringing his dumb ass back on TV? Is he back on TV? He was yeah, he's filling in for for uh Corey. My God, he's got the same outdated dumb ass bullshit dad jokes from fucking thirty years ago, and I can't exp- like it's so. Irritating and annoying and just cringeworthy his fucking lazy lazy ass jokes and comments. I'm like, really? You're making that same comment? Like, it doesn't fit. <laughs> he, he sit, meanwhile, he sits today. at home knowing he's about to commentate, writing him down. He's like, I'm fucking kill him with this one. <laughs> he can't fucking wait to get his shit in. I oh guarantee my you. God. You know what I mean? Like those same de- fake dumbass dad wannabe jokes from 20 years ago. They don't sit well. They don't fit right, and they just don't make sense in the current, yeah. you know, demographic of wrestling. And he just keeps doing them. Like, well, why can't they? Like, producers in the ear, that no one's like, hey Jerry, like, let, let's not use this one. Or hey Jerry, how about you give us your list of one liners so we can tell you which ones you can use and which ones you're not going to use. No, no one says shit to him. Let's him do it, and it just ruins the fucking broadcast. I watched. Mm. Um, on Friday night, they had on you know Jackie Robinson Day, they had the Dodgers versus the Reds, and it was on Apple TV, which the Dodgers have for years have had a exclusive TV rights deal to a specific channel out here, Sportsnet. So that's the only way you can watch the game, right? Well, this year, no. This year it was on Apple TV. And the commentary on Apple TV was fucking horrendous. Like there was three people commentating. Um the one of the guys, the one of the guys, I don't even know if he even knew what was going on. The the girl they had commenting literally didn't even know who Jackie Robinson was. Sounds like until like a week before, uh, at literally they were just asking questions about the game, about sports, about baseball the entire time. It was just fucking cringeworthy that a major league baseball game has that kind of commentary. It's fucking adolescent that we have Jerry Lawler on TV saying making the same jokes he made in the fucking nineties that just don't fit. I don't know. It's time to go. There's so much talent that can co- fucking come up and commentate that Jerry Lawler shouldn't be there. Yes, Tara. I think Jerry thinks he's the fucking most hilarious person on the world. Um that's my rant. I apologize. I know it went a little sidetracked there. It's all good. I'm I'm always here for a uh a rant where you just start shit talking people. So fuck Jerry Lawler, I guess, is the name of the episode. Yeah, sure. <laughs> On Easter? <laughs> Easter Sunday. Tara says, do you think Jerry genuinely thinks he's funny? I I think you just answered it, but I do too. Like, I, I literally think he sits at home and he writes these jokes with a big smile on his face. Like, this is going to be great. Like, they're going to fucking love this. Um, or else, why else would he say it? And he doesn't, it ain't like he says it half-assed. Like, he says it like it's a fucking zinger, uh, but it really isn't. Anything else happened oh, in wrestling this by week, the way, Marty? We got to get up Tony, out of here. Tony Storm's first match, uh, that was for a qualifier into the tournament. Yeah, okay. So, so it is the, technically the first round? Yeah, technically. So everybody wrestled qualifiers? Right, right, to get into the tournament. So That makes sense. Um, We'll just talk about Battle of the Bouts real quick. How pissed off are you? I'm fucking irritated. I'm over it. I mean, I Sammy think it was Navarro a waste. Fucking piece it was shit. a waste of Scorpio Sky's undefeated streak. But yep. 
I, I feel like when you do things like this with Goldberg, with Oscar, um, obviously this doesn't compare to those. Scorpio Sky, uh, Becky Lynch didn't lose for fucking three or four years. Roman Reigns, whoever finally beats him. When you do streaks like this and it goes on for so long, you're never going to like who they pick. To be. The Undertaker at WrestleMania, right? You're never going to like who they pick. Like, somebody's always going to be unhappy. His streak had to end eventually. Uh, Sammy's turning heel. Like, it made sense, but it didn't. But, I don't know. Now that they got it out the way, and you see how good Scorpio is in the ring and on the microphone and how much people actually do like him, maybe there's bigger and better things planned for him. Who knows? Let's wait and see. Let's give it the old wait and see. If this leads to him moving into the World Heavyweight Championship match and picture, I'm all for it. Um, other than that, I don't, I don't think I can have much else. Um, Tony Khan has an announcement this week. What do you think it's going to be? That they're going to take his Twitter account from. That'd be great. If I could, if we could just go a week without Tony Khan being a fucking dork on social media, like I would love it. This is why Vince doesn't tweet. This is why Vince don't even tell Shane happy birthday half the fucking time because he might say something stupid. He might say something stupid. Like that's why Vince t- fires Shane so he doesn't have to say shit to him in person either. Right. Says, like, I'm out. Tony Khan should just shut the fuck. I saw him on there arguing with fans the other day about this motherfucker really blamed other people about the way he booked that guy to attack Samoa Joe. Like, right. You can't take all the credit when shit goes well. And then when people are complaining, you say, oh, well, I was See listening to Cody's the veterans in the back. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just I mean, I I don't like his whole... kind of reference to last week. You know what I mean? Like, there had to be something going on there. You know, it's been obvious that Tony takes the fucking the credit and account and for when everything's go great and positive. But you can see the guy doesn't take fucking accountability for shit. He definitely doesn't take criticism well at all. No, not at all. At all, he doesn't take criticism well. No matter Which if it makes sense from other wrestlers that left or if it's from fans online. Like he does not take criticism at all. And it, but but, but boy, if you start stroking that ego of his, you're, you're his best fucking friend. He loves Sounds that like shit. Sounds like the uh, the AEW marks out there. They all do the same thing. Oh wow! Can't you can't criticize him? You can't you can't make the same comments they make. They can shit on WWE. They can shit on your favorite wrestler. But the second you talk about them, uh uh-uh, uh, can't do that. They can, get, they can dish it all they want. They can't take it. But then again, their king of their fucking enterprise is CM Punk. So as we started, as we finish, might just quit. I mean, Tony Khan's an AEW fan. Wow. that's That makes sense now that you think about it. Um... But anyway, we love AEW. <laughs> we do love AEW. Absolutely. There's a reason why we I just watch don't it. like Tony Khan. To I don't like CM Punk. Or Eddie Kingston. Or, Fuck Eddie Kingston. Right, never mind. I don't like AEW. I'm kidding. <laughs> they do got Sting. Um, for Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rugger. Happy Easter, everybody. Have a good weekend. We will see you next week where the show will be a little more structured because it won't be Easter Sunday, I guess. Um... But until then, enjoy wrestling. Be nice to people. Don't take creepy pictures of female wrestling fans. Even if they ask. Even if they ask. Just say no. Later. Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke. FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat. Yeah.